There's a false notion in our society. I'll take care of you if you take care of me. But the truth is, if we actually take care of ourselves first, only then can we change our life, change our homes, change our cities, our relationships, and eventually change the world. For those of you who appreciate the holistic lifestyle, you've come to the right place. Your host, Emmanuel Zavallos, is a certified emotion and body code practitioner and certified group energy facilitator. You are now listening to Healing the Healer podcast. This show is brought to you by Heal, the social media platform for those who love the holistic lifestyle. Are you tired of sharing holistic tips and getting banned or going to Facebook jail for sharing the truth? Are you tired of all the Facebook political drama? Tired of people who don't support energy healing growth? My wife Jess and I created a social media platform that was meant for people who love social media, communicating with like-minded people, and love learning hacks from other wellness practitioners. It's free to join www.haveempathyandlove.com. Plus, every week you have the option and choice to opt into a cutting-edge healing group where you get energy healing for seven days straight. Again, it's free to join www.haveempathyandlove.com. Hey everyone, welcome to Healing the Healer podcast. Your host, Emmanuel Zavallos here. And I'm so grateful that you're here. For those of you who are constantly listening to this podcast and planning to grow yourself and your family and passing it to people, I'm just really grateful that you're doing that. And anything that we can do to add value to your life, this is what this podcast is all about. Uh, many of you have asked me, why do you call it Healing the Healer? And I want to share with you real quick, just in one minute, is that my mother was one of the greatest healers I've ever met. She was an oncologist working for Kaiser Permanente for many, many years. Um, but what's great about her is that she was a holistic doctor too. So she was combining Chinese medicine, um, acupuncture, uh, Reiki, I mean, anything that you can think of. She was trying to learn more new things, not the, not the conventional oncologist that you typically see. And she, and she used to work after hours. At home, she would be testing people's urine samples and checking their pH, seeing their diet. Because she told me something very powerful. She said, you can't return the patient who was just healed from cancer back to the environment that caused the cancer in the first place. Which, that's interesting because later on in 2011, uh, she unfortunately passed away with pancreatic cancer. Now, what could it have been? Could have been the stress at work. Uh, could have been the fighting with my father since they went through uh, a divorce after 30 years of marriage. I don't know what it was. But the thing is, is that some of the most beautiful people have left this planet and it's because they didn't heal the healer. And so this is, and, and you might say, well, I'm not a healer. I don't know why I should listen to this. We're all healers in some way. If you think about it, if you're in customer service, you're healing someone from being frustrated that day. You know, if you're a CEO for a company, um, you're providing, you know, value to other people. Um, you're probably giving great advice to employees and helping people out. And in, in some form or way or another, we're adding value to people. And in that case, I feel like you're a healer. You're helping people to increase in frequency and to improve. Uh, if you're a life coach or yoga teacher or um, a dietitian, you're adding value to people in some form, way or another. You're healing people. But are you healing yourself? Are you are you using the same scripts for others as you should be for yourself? And most of us aren't. We're not following our own counsel. We're not following our own advice. Or we're not looking for our own tools to heal. So this is why I made this podcast. And so hopefully 
just know that if you're listening, if you're a client or if you're a practitioner of any sort, um, you're, you're healing the world in some way. And we're going to try to provide the most value we can to you. And so here we go. So I want to tell you guys, um, obviously, this is a new, this is for the solar room. And the solar rooms, for those of you who don't know, is the, are those rooms that we do seven days of healing using the new certification I received in January 2022. And um, this one has to do with integrating yourself with your spiritual and higher self and also having peace in the matrix system. And so I want to share with you guys just 11 tips on how to really stretch yourself to become your higher self. Number one is fall madly in love with yourself. Okay, now this is really crucial. Uh, what you want to do is um, there's a body code session you can do for this. Body code, I feel like, is one of the greatest ways to improve um, just your frequency and to get closer to your higher self. In fact, I'll tell you guys one thing that um, I learned once at a, at a seminar. I learned that that 85% of the work, if you're someone who muscle tests yourself, 85% of the work you can do probably for yourself in increasing in your frequency. Obviously, our goal is to get to the 700 to the 1,000 map of consciousness, which is the enlightenment stage. Um, but we can only get to 85% on our own work. Uh, and then what was mentioned is that what's really needed is uh, maybe someone else to assist you uh, later on. Uh, and I've heard that that's called the inner child. And the inner child is something that we can't work on ourselves. Uh, it's something that we do in our practice. Um, you know, so I do that. I do those type of sessions. But um, it's interesting that he said that the other 15% you can't do by yourself someone's going to have to come in and assist you. And so, um, and one of my mentors, not, not, this, not Dr. Brad, but a mentor told me that's the inner child. People who are enlightened have a great communication and have put the inner child as a priority in their life. So the, if you want to fall madly in your, with yourself, it can't just be your adult self. It needs to be with the inner child combined with you. So inner child work may be something that you do in the future, but definitely you don't want to negate that because that's it's almost like a form of completion in your higher frequency journey. So don't forget to neglect that because that's the, the number one reason why the inner child exists is because he or she was neglected or he or she had to fight for uh, love. So it's very, very important too that um, you can also do a session, a body code session of like, I unconditionally love myself. See, unfortunately, our whole lives, we're looking to receive love from our parents. This is where it all came from. We wanted approval. We wanted love. and we. And, but then we started learning about the uh, reward and mistake system. And, and basically, if we don't do this or if we do this, See, that system is broken in some ways because what should have been said is that whether you do this or not, I will unconditionally love you. But that little preface or that little introduction to our journal wasn't there. So we think in our minds, if, we, if I don't do this, then I'm not loved. If I don't do this, I'm not loved. That's how slowly and surely the inner child came to be. And uh, we left a piece of our subconscious back there. But that can be worked on. And what's kind of beautiful is that the inner child work is the only work that can be finalized. Body code, it's like with your own adult self, uh, it's very hard to get to, I don't think we'll ever finish it with, <laughs> with the adult self or all the preconception trapped emotions from before we were born. But the inner child can have a finished product. And you can say, 
you know, when someone's working on you, you can say, are you happy? And I'll usually say, no. Okay, what can we do to make you happy? And you're working on this little inner child. There will be a time where it says, are you happy? And it says, yes. And then you can move on. That's kind of a beautiful little um, lesson that the inner child can finally be happy. Your intuition will increase like a hundredfold. Uh, and also all the healings you've done before will actually improve. So make sure, number one, fall madly in love with yourself. Maybe do a session that says, I unconditionally love myself. Check your percentage and move it to 100%. Also know that there's an inner child waiting, that if you want to truly love yourself, make sure to always include your inner child. Number two, embark on a journey of self-discovery. So it's really important that um, for me, for example, I like to read self-development at least 10, 15 minutes a day. It's important that to know that 65% of people don't read uh, after the high school. And that's a problem, right? And so people have decided to not grow. So it's very, very crucial to continue your growth. Um, anything, listen to a podcast for 15 minutes. Uh, re- read self-development for 15 minutes. Don't negate the conscious brain that needs new information. There is a pattern. CEOs typically read one book per week. I personally believe they're not doing it um, reading it with their eyes, unless they've taken some courses in regards to speed reading. I think what they did is they're listening to audio or like, you know, the new app called Speechify. Again, I don't market for them, but um, I believe they're listening to audio really, really quickly. And they're uh, maybe doing it during their meditation. Maybe they're doing it while they're running. Maybe they're doing it while they're driving. So it makes sense that by the end of the week, they've finished another book. Number three, embrace your life's unique curriculum. So live in alignment with who you truly are. Be led by the natural inclination that's encoded within your soul. Heed your inner directives. Don't worry about what other people think. Say no when you need to. Cultivate healthy boundaries. Everyone in your life, and don't be afraid to disappoint others when you hold to your intentions and honor your needs. And avoid comparing your life's unfolding with that of others. We all have our own very own track with our own designated control steps and speed settings. So this is super crucial is that you need to listen to that inner voice inside of you. People call it intuition. I think it could be that. It could be the Holy Ghost. It could be that. It could be archangels or angels that are helping you out. It could be that. It could be God himself. There's just listen to these little promptings. And, and one of the major keys is that you have to soften your heart. Now, if you haven't cleared your heart wall yet, this is super crucial. To remove your heart wall is key. I think I've released about 4,000 heart walls in the last nine years of my practice. And uh, removing all the trauma from your heart, it makes your heart soft, you know? And that's what it talks about in the Bible. It talks about how to, um, that your heart will become flesh instead of stone. And what, what it's saying is that if we have a tender heart, we usually have a looser neck. What I mean by that is that one of the things that you'll see sometimes in the good book or other spiritual books is that people that are not following their calling and or not do not want to follow their creator's promptings, they usually have a stiff neck. They're not willing to bow their neck down. Those who have a soft neck and who have soft hearts can hear their creator more, can hear intuition more, can hear things more. So because you listen to those things, you technically fall under the unique curriculum. Your, your life is a prompted curriculum. Yeah, you do have your schedule, but sometimes your schedule has to change due to the fact that you're listening to guidance. So be okay with that now. And if you're not okay with it, um, almost like going with the flow. In fact, in the body code, there's an idea intolerance that says um, 
that you that you, you know going with the flow is an intolerance or even an allergy is going with the flow. What does that mean? If you have an intolerance with going with the flow, that means that every time you're trying to go with the flow, your body goes into stress mode, anxiety, nervous, overwhelmed, all those different things. Now, if you have an allergy, that means you get triggered by it. It rubs your skin wrong. You're chewing tinfoil now when you think of the idea of going with the flow. You might want to remove that. You see? And so you could do a body code session where you can say, I'm comfortable or I feel safe living a life where I'm listening to my intuition in regards to my schedule. And see if your body goes, well, 43%. Okay, well then get it to 100% or have your practitioner do that for you. Okay, number four, free yourself through healing and forgiveness. And that's what we're doing here in our solar rooms. We're doing seven days of healing, not one day, not two days, um, not once a week like most of my clients, uh, which is great and it does work, but we're doing seven days on a specific theme. But what's key is it's almost like you're allowing your body to forgive others. That's what I really feel like healing is. It's like the body is allowing you to forgive yourself, forgive others, and it's a faster process to heal. You know, the body is not supposed to hold resentment. It's not supposed to hold stomach acid in large amounts. You know, if we did that, then our whole inner um, digestive system would be radically deformed. Um, you know, just enough, just enough stomach acid with just enough stomach lining there uh, makes a perfect thing for digesting food. As soon as the lining goes away or there's too much acid, all of a sudden you have acid reflux. All of a sudden acid can seep out of the stomach. Then people have... Um, you know, uh, gout and different things. See, everything is needs to be in balance. And so we need to remove the baggage so that it's not heavy on us, almost like a hiker. A hiker doesn't do well when there's lots of rocks in his backpack. So you have to go through the healing and forgiveness. If you have people in your life that you feel like they need to forgive me, they, that guy right there, he, he's done so much wrong to me. You know what you should do is be the greater person and say, you know what, I forgive you for what, you know, or I forgive you for what you've done, or even the higher way is to just say, I'm sorry if I've done something wrong to you. You know, just take the higher road. Hey, I'm sorry uh, this happened. And it doesn't mean to hang out with this person. That's really key too. A lot of people make fun of me and they say, oh, you know, Emmanuel, you're such a hypocrite Christian. Uh, you know, Christians used to hang out with sinners all the time. You know, that's what Jesus used to do, you know. And I said, no, Jesus didn't hang out with sinners, I said, Jesus did ministry with sinners. He hung out with his disciples. This is a key thing about setting boundaries, is that he enjoyed and spent time with people that, that believe what he believed, that, that stood up for the same cause that he did. Wouldn't you want to associate with those people? He did. That was like his home ground. Now, he did go out there, and he didn't judge people that were committing a life of sin, he would hang out with them because he knew those were the lost ones. He was looking for the lost ones. He came here for the lost ones. So that's his mission. You see, some of us, that's not our mission. Some of us, yes, it is great to do missionary work, but it's not, that isn't our mission like it was his mission. You see, so it's very, very key that yes, because what will happen is if you're not strong enough, if you're not grounded enough, if you're not light enough and you seep too much into the dark and try to help others out, you will get drowned out by the darkness sometimes. And then there's, it's a hard, hard path to come back. So again, just because you forgive someone doesn't mean you're enabling that person. You just forgive them and then you may not want to stay in contact with them. Maybe they're too toxic and you don't have to be friends with everyone. There's nothing... 
in your contract when you were a baby that says you have to be everyone's friend. There's nothing in there like that. So make sure you know who your association is, who, who to forgive, who to stay in contact with. And you can also ask for help. You can pray and say, Father, is this a relationship that can be mended? Or is this something that maybe I should just break off? Because you know what? It's been kind of toxic. You'll know the answer in your heart. Okay, number five, tell your inner critic where to go. Your inner critic is that voice in your head forever cajoling you to be perfect as opposed to human. So you want to have some self-compassion with yourself. I think the way that you can do this is you can have a heart chakra crystal. So if you Google heart chakra crystal and put it near where you sleep, I think when you wake up in the morning, those first 10 minutes and last 10 minutes, what do you think people are doing? They're beating themselves up. That's what they do. We're, we're professional abusers of ourselves. So what if we were to put a heart chakra crystal there? It would be so powerful because you're resetting your heart chakra. And guess what that does? It gives you, it helps you to give unconditional love to others and to yourself, compassion to others and also to yourself. A general well-being is what the heart chakra is for. But imagine it being reset in the morning right when you wake up and have it next to you. You can have a huge heart chakra crystal there. Yeah, you're not going to feel bad when you go to sleep and you're not going to feel bad when you wake up because it's already resetting that specific chakra. So make sure that you're not being too hard on yourself. You can't be a bully to yourself. There's, there's going to be plenty of bullies in this life. The last thing you need is a bully to yourself. Number six, step into your self-importance. So a healthy version of this much um, maligned trait is critical. Uh, if we're to do anything other than play small, anyone who has accomplished anything of significance has placed importance on themselves. It means prioritizing your desires, committing to yourself, and honoring your goals and intentions. It means taking yourself seriously. So, you know, if you need more confidence, have a body code practitioner work on you. If you need to make more videos to be able to express yourself, and you're scared of the video camera, then you might need to do some body code sessions. See, one of the things you want to say, keep saying to yourself that's very powerful is just say, I have an app for that, or that's just a session away. And what it does is it tells your body that's like, hey, anything that I don't really like or I feel like needs work is really just a session away and then just kind of dig in. So it's super crucial to um, be able to look inside and say there's there's a misalignment in there. In fact, Dr. Brad once said that in everything that's wrong with your life, there's just an energetic misalignment. And I remember thinking, I'm like, wow, everything? And then he started mentioning different things like, um, you know, do you want to learn languages faster? Do you want to be a public speaker? Or do you want your business to thrive? Do you want to have psychic abilities? Do you want to have a higher intuition? So he started listing these different things. And he says, all you have to do is make a statement, see how much your body believes it, and then move it to 100% and see how that the positive symptoms start coming in. Okay, next thing is hone your intuition. Again, if you Google or YouTube, how can I increase my intuition or how do I improve my brow chakra, you'll see plenty, plenty of things. Um, one of the things I recommend is, um, and something that our practice has, and you can, you can email me if you'd like to do that, is we have this thing called an advanced TRS, which is basically a toxin and contaminant removal support. A lot of us have our pineal glands that have too much, um, they've become... Uh, calcified. And so what you need to do is to decalcify your pineal gland. You need something to remove heavy metals in your body um, to, um, and this really assists it, you know. And so uh, if you do have questions about that, you can always email me at compasshealingcenter at gmail.com. Again, compasshealingcenter at gmail.com. 
And you can always email me if you want more information about it. But again, there's different things you can do. Certain brow chakra meditations. Um, there's certain uh, binaural beats you can listen to. Um, you can also, one of the things I really feel would be powerful is if you got an inner voice scan from my wife. Um, and then you had a meditation that you listened to that did healing frequencies to yourself, specifically to the typical emotions that you overuse or that you suppress. So if you can balance your emotions out, guess what? Your brow chakra is going to be happier. Why? Because you're in the moment. You're present and you can you can really listen to your intuition. So it's very important. Whatever you're doing is to hone your intuition. Number eight, radically relax. So letting go on a daily basis is a game changer. So just 15 minutes is medicine for an entire 24 window. Make sure that you do some type of meditation, do something that'll really de-stress you. If you don't have that in your calendar and it's not prioritized, you will burn out. So it's very, 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 very key. And you have to find out what works for you. Nighttime when the kids are all in bed or to wake up in the morning and this is how you start your day. I like to do something with both. I like to read at night uh, and I like to um, do meditations in the morning or I like to run. Run is a form of meditation for me. So I run in the morning and then I do a reading at night. Both of those are my radically relaxed states there. Number nine, take care of the temple that is your body. So treat with awe and wonder the sacred vehicle that is ushering you through this journey called life. So you make sure you have your nutrition, physical movement, sleep, pampering. Uh, this is very, very key that in order for us to really serve others, we have to take care of our temple. Now, have I been guilty of drinking the wrong thing, like maybe too much you know, caffeine one day? I have been. And I look back and I'm like, okay, that made my kidneys not happy. My lower back hurts now. So you got to make sure that you really are in it for the long run. Because the more days you have here where you're adding value, the more blessed you'll be. But you're cutting your day short if you don't do that. Number 10, create a life you adore. It's very important to wake up every day and really really plan your day with enjoyment. So don't just plan it for just being productive. Make sure that you're enjoying yourself in the day. Make sure you have a calendar that your enjoyment is part of your situation. And number 11, this last one here, make a difference that only you can make. See, the world needs you. The billions of people on the planet, only you can offer what you have to give. And I truly believe before we were born here, we were working on our gifts and talents. If you muscle test somebody, I don't care if they're atheist or whatever religion you believe, isn't it great that you can muscle test someone, push down on their arm and ask, where were you before you came here? Were you working on your gifts and talents with your creator or with your father in heaven and your arm would test strong? Like, yes. Okay. Then the second thing is, um, you know, so, so just knowing that the second thing you can assume is, have you found those yet? You don't have to muscle test that, but have you found those? No, I don't know what my gifts are. You might want to ask some of your friends. Just ask them like, hey, what do you think my gifts are? You know, you'll be surprised when someone says, hey, you know what? You're really good at like entering into a room and making everyone feel comfortable. Huh. Okay, write that down. You know, uh, I know um, a church friend of mine, a church leader told me one time that when I when he talks to me, he said that he doesn't feel like I'm judging him. And I was like, Okay, man, I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna use that. I work at Verizon. I'm a, I'm a host. I'm a, or what they call a greeter. You know, you come in and I go, hey, welcome to Verizon Wireless. How can I help you today? That was literally me for a little bit. At the time, I received the advice. Can you imagine how I looked at him? I was like, how is that gonna help out anybody? You know, and um, 
later on it makes sense now now i'm a now i'm a body code practitioner years later and i'm like yeah i don't think anyone wants to get judged if i work on them so that's where it comes from and i've and i've and people have been very vulnerable with me and say typically i don't say this but da, 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 or i don't usually like to talk about this but da, 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 da. i think what's happening now is finally the gift has manifest so ask your friends say hey what gift do you think i have what talent you'll be surprised that they notice things in you that you don't even see in yourself and those could be gifts. In fact, in the scriptures, there's so many gifts. You can have the gift of tongues, the gift of discernment, um, the gift of, there's just so many of them. And, uh, but it says there's other, there's divers gifts at the end. That, that, that's the crucial part of that scripture is divers, which means plenty of gifts that are not mentioned in here that you may have, that you need to discover and use those gifts in your career or a career that you create. That's another big one. Some of you guys, and myself included, we believe that we have to always fall into a career, but why not make a career uh, out of your gifts and talents? Um, So that'll really stretch your higher self because maybe you have a calling to step out of the mold and do something different than no one's ever done before. So anyway, those are the tips there. Number one, fall madly in love with yourself. Number two, embark on a journey of self-discovery. Number three, embrace your life's unique curriculum. Number four, free yourself through healing and forgiveness. Number five, tell your inner critic where to go. Number six, step into your self-importance. Number seven, hone your intuition. Number eight, radically relax, aka meditate. Number nine, take care of the temple that is your body. Number 10, create a life you adore. Number 11, the last one, make a difference only you can make. So make the difference only you can make. So hopefully this this uh, really benefited you and that uh, yeah, these are ways to kind of become your highest self. These are all things that your higher self would do if it could act itself out every single second of the day. And so hopefully this benefit you and feel free to comment below. Um, if you're on Anchor, I don't know if you have Anchor on your, on your phone, you can always send me a message through there, like give me some feedback on our podcast, or maybe there was something that you really liked, you want to share something with me, you can always send me a message there. Um, or you can always email me at compasshealingcenter at gmail.com. Um, also feel free wherever you are, if this is on, um, if this is on, uh, the podcast, you can also, if you, if you haven't written a review, maybe you want to share that you've gained lots of benefit from this, don't forget to write a review on Apple Podcast, or you can do one on Spotify as well. But I'm so grateful for you listening in. Hopefully this added value to you. I'll always end the podcast saying this, that the world has a false notion where I'll take care of you if you take care of me. But if we just took care of ourselves, then we can take care of others authentically. We can help other We can help other people. We can change our relationships, change our home, change our country, and we can eventually change the world. So thank you for listening. Until next time.